Hey, Maddie, what's up? What's up? So, I couldn't hold back. I had to come back to Moynihan Train Hall for a second day in a row, <laughs> but this time during the day. And I am with the one and only Maddie Paul, <laughs> who was my fellow comrade in our energy and modern architecture class at Wesleyan. And we both love the energy profiles of buildings <laughs> and, and, buildings. and buildings in general. So we are sitting right now on the deck of the Metropolitan Lounge in Moynihan Station. And uh, we're just gonna do a second second episode of talking about Moynihan Train Hall. So thanks for coming on, Maddie. Thank you for having me. So what are the initial thoughts? Love the natural light. Love the gray. Um, I can't confidently say it's steel, but it's given me the vibes. Um, I like the shape of the roof. The, like, billowing look, like clouds, kind of. Mm. Like that it's not... Like, the structure is not the shape of the triangular supports. It's, like, the that part I can't point at it because this is a podcast. The part, right. The, the, the curved part. You know? Right. The, the, the sky-lighted ceiling. Yeah. The glass like ceiling. Ro- rolling hills. Rolling, rolling hills. hills. Yes. No, I, I love the fact that I can actually look up and see outside. And I think that's one of the coolest parts of the new station is having direct sunlight, which, by the way, I would assume lowers the energy profile of the building. We would both assume. (laughs) But uh, who knows? I'm trying to see if it's LEED certified. Yeah, that's a big question that we have, whether Moynihan Train Hall has LEED certification. On the outside of the building, I didn't see any markers yeah, indicating like that. Yeah, I we would have noticed that when we walked in, huh? So, I think Maddie's doing some research right now just to... Doing the Wikipedia. To double check um, what the deal is. Oh, look at the different designs. Look what it could have been with, like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no structure in it. That's pretty neat. Huh. Um, uh, fun fact, Senator Daniel Moynihan, um, in, during the Great Depression, he shines shoes in the old Penn Station. <laughs> he shines shoes? Yeah, that was his job. Everyone knows Wikipedia is right, so... <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a fun little nugget yeah. of, of, of info. We were talking about how, like, it's too bad there's no benches in... Seems awfully intentional. Right. I'd say. Benches are, like, we were talking about the New Haven Union Station and how the old wooden benches were very much in the clutch mm-hmm. when waiting for... Uh, trains to come by, but yeah, no benches here. And it's probably, yeah, Maddie's right. It's intentional. It's so people don't quote-unquote loiter or sleep here 
overnight. That being said, Moynihan Train Hall does close at oh. 1 a.m. Really? And opens again at 5 a.m. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, that also makes it not a public space 24-7. That right. Makes sense. Yeah. Huh. But I think from, like, the 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. time slot, you could still access it from the old Penn Station. Yeah, what if you have a train? At 1 a.m.? Are there trains that late? I don't think so. That early? Right. Mm. That's not a thing, I don't think. Mm. Unless, like, a train is super delayed getting in, and maybe it arrives at 1 a.m., but otherwise, no clue. When I was here last night, like, the, these LED screens was, like, blinding. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're pretty... They're really nice they're, now. They're really nice, but also pretty intense. I feel like this, this whole hangout on the balcony is just promoting people watching, which I'm a big fan of. I love people watching. Yeah. I agree. There's a dog. Yeah, I saw a couple. There was one back there. That is aggressively wagging its tail. Oh, he's just having a good time. Just having a... He's a a trained dog. A trained dog. He loves trains. (laughs) Yes, and Noah pointed out that a lot of people are doing the same thing that we're doing, which is just watching. Only a couple people have suitcases. A lot of people with cameras. Mm -hmm. A lot of people admiring this this new achievement. I'd say. Mm-hmm. We also saw like a panel of like historical images from the old Penn Station and how back at the turn of the century you could actually look onto the train tracks from, from above down below. Yeah. And I was going to say like it would be so cool to have that but you Alas. know. Can't can't win them all. Where are we going? Well, if anyone wants to take the Northeast Regional (laughs) to Boston, it is now. Oh, last call. Oh, it's now the last call. Okay. uh, Train departing on track (laughs) ten. Track ten, all aboard. It would take a little bit to get back down there. You'd have to plan ahead. I know. Have to book it. Yeah. So, Maddie, did you have some questions for me? Yeah. Well, I wanted to know who who is Moynihan and why is his name on this building? So, Daniel Patrick Moynihan was a state senator, and he always advocated for a new, you know, glorious Penn Station. Uh, after the old, old Penn Station was torn down uh, not too long after the 1950s. I don't know the exact date of when it was torn down, but um, in that time period. And the moment the old Penn Station was torn down, everyone knew it was a mistake. And everyone knew that a great architectural treasure in New York was lost. And even when new, even when trains, you know, arrived uh, and departed under Madison Square Garden, everyone knew that you know it was just unsustainable. And for the longest time, Daniel Patrick Moynihan wanted to build a new 
Penn Station um, in sort of the, how do you pronounce it, Beaux Arts mm-hmm. uh, architectural style. So they put it in the old, or in the Farley Post Office building, uh, which, after reading the panels, I learned that back at the turn of the century at the Farley Post Office building and then the uh, old Penn Station mm-hmm. and the point of that was so mail could be transported by train mm-hmm. and I think that's uh, that's really cool that is really cool I don't think mail is transported by train I think anymore. it's all plane no? it's plane and truck and truck yeah yeah so huh yeah Okay, interesting. That is too bad. Hmm. Oh, look at the dogs. <gasps> oh my God, they're having a photo shoot. <laughs> look how cute. That was so cute. Two, oh my God. A lady, I believe, was taking a picture of her two dogs in the new train station. Very posed. Very dogs cute. love this train station because the floor is marble, I believe. Is that a thing dogs like? Well, I think it just, like, stores the cool... Yeah. ...the coolness. So I think dogs like that on their bellies. Where do you think the um, air conditioning vents are here? Whoa. Yeah. That's a good question. Is there a cooling floor between right here and the train level downstairs? So I'll give people some context here. <laughs> During our energy and modern architecture class, we always... The big thing was where... Uh, air conditioning and HVAC systems were in the building. Uh, and do you know the difference between an air handler and oh a uh, Do I remember how cooler? air conditioning works? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> well, yeah, that is a good question. Well, I see there's some... I don't want to call those louvers, but... No, because louvers would be are. in the ceiling but for the, the light. But that does look like where air may come out of. Yeah. It just, it would be odd to put it at the top because the cooler. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, so, remember there were some buildings we studied that had um, the cooling system going through the slab of marble floor or the concrete floor? Maybe. I... It was uh, one of those ones in Buffalo. Okay. Frank Lloyd Wright one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Frank Lloyd? Someone in Buffalo, <laughs> and and uh, maybe that's what's going on here. How much longer, like when COVID hit, whether like how far along they were mm-hmm. in the HVAC process of this building? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because then they have to up their standards. Right. Yeah. Like the blue lights and the orange lights complementing each other. Yeah, I think blue and orange are like the New York colors. Oh, they are. So, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah, this is yep, a, a very true. New York-centered station. But also New York State. These um, LED right. uh, shows, what are these called? Like murals, moving murals on the wall. Right. Are all focusing on the state of New York, not just the city. Yeah. What do you think of train stations as being a public place for people to sit and hang out? And how does this one stack up? Good question. Uh, I think in general, like, people usually don't go to train stations to hang out like you and I are doing right now. 
Uh, oh, people usually way. go to train stations to. Oh. oh, another dog. There are multiple dogs in the station, so we had some barking. Dogs. Anywho, uh, yeah, train stations are for catching trains, and I think that is the intention for not having benches mm-hmm. for people to hang out. Uh, but what if train stations could be more open public places for... I, I think they should be. I think... Pops. What? Uh, privately owned public space. Although this is publicly owned, no. Well, Moynihan Station was a pri- public-private partnership. Oh. Of, between the state of New York and, like, a realty company. Oh, I saw that. Vornado. Yeah. Is that the same as the fan company? Who I was thinking Vornado the same fans? thing. <laughs> That's funny. Maybe the fan is a subsidiary yeah. of the real realty company. Huh. But yeah, I think there's not, you know, the, the publicness of the station is questionable. Because even on the upper floors of the balcony, they're going to have all, like, shops. And even on the upper floors True. outside of the station... <laughs> is up for lease as well and I believe Facebook Ugh. is moving in and, and other companies as well so Can they not? the public mindedness of this space is you know not pure right uh, right but then that's a good opportunity to turn it into a public space for people to, to just hang out yeah definitely I, I totally agree and I was in the last episode I was like oh put up like a marquee public library in the upper oh floors oh my god or, public library or I don't know like put in like publicly minded research groups like mm-hmm. working on you know issues and like I don't know put like a New York City planning office in, in one of these <laughs> in one of these okay. office spaces uh, I'm in that would be uh, great but yeah I think you know it raises some questions and benches are just also a good thing like what if people need to sit like there have been so many times when i've been in a train station where i have like so many bags i just need to put them down yeah and i want a bench to put it down on need to reorganize need to readjust because when you're running so many people someone with a disability who needs to sit down there's nowhere to sit right Except for the ticketed waiting area. Right, but if where, you, where you need a ticket. have a ticket. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this is the, I think, the big, big debate that, you know, people see a new train station and are like, wow, and not always thinking, oh, we need a bench. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's sort of like shock and awe with new infrastructure but projects. I, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I always think about the um, the uh, bench. Well, it's really chairs, um, like all these connected bench chairs things that, that are made of wood at the LA Union Station. Mm, yeah. Uh, in third grade, we were taught that they're really uncomfortable, so that you don't fall asleep and miss your train. But I'd say that's more like hostile architecture, and that. They're yeah. encouraging people not to homeless people to sleep there all day. Right. It's also like at bus stops where they have the divider, yeah, the divider right in the middle. Uh, so many examples of that. Like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything they could do to get people not to sit on a bench. Yeah. I love Union Station. Oh my god, it's gorgeous. Such a great. Gorgeous. Love that place. Such a great station. Yes. 
they have like a court, an outdoor courtyard yeah, that, that courtyard. is beautiful. Yeah. Fun Those fact. Pretty palm trees when you go up. Yes. L.A. was the last stop on my Amtrak trip across the country, and I visited Maddie, and Maddie picked me up from Union Station, and yeah. before uh, going outside, uh, I looked around the station briefly, and it is magnificent. Uh, it's also one Marvel. of the last places with an actual Ben and Jerry shop, believe it or not. And we went there. <laughs> I know. M- most importantly of all, <laughs> I don't know. My priorities are pretty set. Ice cream is always a good thing. Yeah, benches would really fit in well. Like the nice old train station benches yeah. would add like some. But I wonder if it's because of too much foot traffic and that they don't want people to slow down or take up space. Maybe. I don't know. I think even before COVID, though, like, there wasn't the intention to put benches. No, that's not even what I mean, though. I like how there are no benches in Grand Central, and that's clearly intentional, too. Right. Or in the main... What's that room? The main concourse? The main... The Grand... The Grand Hall, whatever. Grand Concourse or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. With the ceiling. No, it will be interesting to see what the train hall looks like when, like, people are fully traveling again and yeah. like what that looks like and I was asking one of the Amtrak people yesterday like how do you deal with the lines when people are boarding and what he said was that people will just go down and there won't be that line again where the attendant checks your ticket before going oh. down the escalator oh wait yeah. so he, they cut out a line well they're not going to have a line they're not going to have lines anymore for people oh. to board and go down the train. Maybe that's what they were talking about, their contactless riding. Yeah, yeah. For, like, social distancing purposes and... Yeah. 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 But this space is certainly conducive for social distancing. Yeah, right now it is. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, we'll have to see how things go, like, how people use the space and whatnot, and... But I think there are certainly valid skepticisms of the train station. Good news, they're putting in a Magnolia Bakery. <laughs> so, the best news. Best news. I was just wondering if they're going to have an Apple store like uh, Grand Central. I wouldn't and be whether surprised. whether they'll be in, in competition. <laughs> I would not be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. But currently, I think the only store that's open is the Starbucks. Yeah, I might have to go there soon. Right. What do you think of this clock? I like the clock. It's like a very art deco. I don't know if people will read it, though. Like, I don't know. Everyone has a phone. I so. like my watch. Right. That's funny. I just assume that clocks that are like... I mean, obviously that's right. It's literally a train station clock. But I just assume big clocks like that are, are wrong. That they're just... I mean, it's old. This is brand new. Did you ever see the movie Hugo? No. Or read the book Hugo? No. I know the one, though. The clock one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was fascinated by that and how it's about a little kid in France's... Uh, I forget which station. In, in Paris. But he was the one who reset the clock every Whoa. hour or so to make sure that it was fully accurate. Whoa. So people wouldn't miss their train. Whoa, and every he, hour. And he would, like, go through, like, all the, the back rooms of the, the, Wait, the train cool. station to, like make the clock super accurate and you actually got a pretty cool look into uh, I don't know if it's completely accurate but of, of how train stations were 
I believe That's it was neat. in the early 20th century or something like that. That's very neat. I gotta watch that. I'm thinking a lot about that Amtrak mask that the employees oh my were God. having. I know. Like, I want one. It would be a shame for Amtrak not to sell those online because I would, I, I would buy one. I'll make one. I'll, get, I'll embroider one for you. You'll embroider one. Yeah, I'll make right. one for you. <laughs> it's, it's a deal. I don't have any more embroidery hoops, but I will find one and I'll do it. Fantastic. You know, like this guy just has his his little handheld camera thing. He's he's a vlog type. He's making a YouTuber. Vlog. Yeah, the YouTubers <laughs> have arrived. <laughs> the YouTubers have arrived. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder what he's talking about. So what, what I always think about is um, at airports, I'm always fascinated by the people because you don't go to an airport to do nothing. Like people don't fly places just because they can, but people ride the bus just because you need something to do. Right. Or people ride the subway because it's something to do. Right. And so just because you're on the subway or a bus or a train doesn't mean you have an agenda of where you're going. But on the plane, that's not the case. And so everyone's there for a specific purpose. Right. Oh my God, another vlogger. <laughs> Dang. But I wonder what people are doing here. It seems like everyone's just visiting. I'd say like 80% are visiting. But yeah, I think a lot of people just want to see the new digs. New digs. Yeah, look, that guy's sitting on what? his suitcase against the wall. Oh. That's, that's what's going to happen. That's people, what's happening, yeah. Suitcases are going to break because <laughs> people will sit on them. No, have you seen those suitcases that you have to, like, sit on and you scooter with it? Or, like, no. you, oh, my God, they're so funny looking. You, like, sit on it and then you move your feet, like one of those little cars when you're little. Like that's cool. Car. Yeah, they're funny. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> kind of bizarre, but they're funny. Huh. Yeah, like, if people came to a train station to, like, do something, like... Maybe go to a public library. Or heck, even if there was like a... I feel like there should be a Pennsylvania train station museum. That would be good. Well, they have the material for it. We've seen it. They do. They could totally make a museum. Well, they, they, maybe they'll expand some history sections so it's not just in the baggage claim area. I hope so. Because that would be like the last place to look. I know. To, to <laughs> learn about... Surprise, but like no one would ever go there. Right. So, okay. Yeah. I wonder if these... um. This whole Ode to New York moving LED thing is one of the works of art that they were talking about at the little kiosk event. Maybe. I, I like it. I really like it. It's like a collage. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, another dog. With a little coat. A lot of dogs wearing sweaters. It is a bit chilly out. <laughs> Well, this was a fun conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we, we had this opportunity. Maddie is an uh, amazing architecture critic and <laughs> analyst. Yes, um, me and my profession, that's not a profession. Or not my profession. And uh, I'm, so I'm glad we had the opportunity to chat about Moynihan Station. I'm, I'm Maddie, sure we'll have more to say one day again. Do you have anything to add before we finish? Um, other than it seems like this area that we're sitting in will not be open to the public one day. Right. But hopefully there will be other places to hang out to replace that and we can come back again. So thank you all for tuning into episode six of Infrastructure. This is like part two of 
uh, the Moynihan Train Station miniseries. So have a great new year. Stay safe. Stay healthy. <laughs> and uh, keep riding trains. Keep riding trains. As always, my name is Nino Kahan, <laughs> and thank you for tuning into episode six of Infrastructure.